Are we doing it yet? Yeah, we've been doing it the whole time. What? (laughs) (laughs) Us just talking like normal people. I was like, start this fucking charade. (laughs) A little bit, I know. We've been doing it forever. We've been doing it forever. (laughs) Started talking, we were doing it. Jim always does that to us. He just starts, he just turns it on and goes. That's this, his. That like pre fun people talking, you know how we used to do that, talking on the balcony? I thought yeah. this was balcony talk. <laughs> no, no, this, there is no balcony talk anymore. We just get straight to it. Because Jim has a online show to get to after this. <laughs> Jim oh. is going to do online comedy. <laughs> yeah. It's scary. It sounds yeah, scary. It's, it seems really, well, it'll be interesting. I'm ready to just, like, can you bomb in your own house? I don't think so. Like, like if you can just get up and walk away from it. You just, have to per, you just have to pretend you're a radio DJ and you're killing it. That's yeah. all you have to do. Yeah, basically. I feel like I don't want to ruin every room in my house. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I bomb in the <laughs> That's a good point. And I never want to go into that. That's the bomb room. That's <laughs> you know and then if i do it in my living room then i'll be like i'll be in the kitchen if you i'll just move the tv to the kitchen i don't want to be in that that's really soured on i've really soured on the living room since <laughs> an online comedy show <laughs> i was supposed I've to do been... one on 420 <clears throat> you're supposed to do one yeah my friend wants me to do, but she's like well you can do 10 minutes i'm like well i don't know if i'm going to do comedy or if i'm just going to read through my old comedy notes <laughs> The weird thing about online comedy is you're sort of in this weird place where you're like, how is this better than a recorded version of me just doing this? That's true. Right? Like, what place are we in now where it's like, oh, well, we'll do online comedy. Like, well, we're still only halfway up the ladder of stand-up here. I could just play you a video of me doing it in front of people. Yeah. Do you think that someone's going to figure out how to make it good? (laughs) Like, someone's going to figure out how to do, like, a... Uh, how to do like a comedy club online? I think I th- we'll get, we'll get we'll end up getting way better at the interactive part of it. You know, like yeah. there'll be 250 people listening, and then you can just unmute somebody and go, "Look at your hair, you stupid idiot!" <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, so like as the person who's making the online content, you can get way better at figuring out. Yeah. I don't Why don't they just do like online roasts then? Just get a bunch of comics and then you can come in and if you're in the roast, you can get roasted. But it's just, it's the same thing as like hockey without fans, right? Like it's just, it's, it's kind of entertaining. It's kind of cool, but it's not the real thing. Like it'll just never be the real thing until you're allowed to do it again. Yeah. Do you feel like, uh, like President I know that makes me, that makes me sound old. Like there is no replacement, but I really don't think there is. For live? For live, like yeah. doing stand up, like there's no, there's not going to be like, okay, cool, like now everybody's doing it online. They figured out like on, virtual comedy clubs or something, maybe virtual reality. I don't know. Who knows? Oh my God. Do you think that, the, I think this is going to go into the fall? <laughs> I don't think we're going to get a summer or the kind of summer that we expected to get. Well, yeah, I mean, we're the canary in the economy's coal mine, right? Like, we're going <laughs> to. Like, we'll be the last thing to go back in place. Like, we'll be... Entertainment? Yeah, like live entertainment where everybody's supposed to be boxed into a small room. Oh, yeah, because you're not... Yeah. This is depressing. Can we talk about something funny? (laughs) Sure. Talk about something uplifting like (laughs) Athene's weight loss. (laughs) I saw a picture from 2011. I know. Did you see how big my face was? That was, like, my best, like, headshots. Like, I got these headshots from this, like, really good photographer. But, like, I was like, oh, my God, I look old in them. I think I look younger now than in that picture. Yeah. I mean, that was, like, pre... Yeah, that was... Yeah, that was... You were just... Well, what the hell was wrong with you back then? You just... Were you just a big gal? (laughs) You also had had money, right? No, I didn't. No? I thought you had money. No, I was living in Toronto in 2011. I had no money. Like none, but no, I just was, I wasn't on my thyroid medication. That's one thing I wasn't on when oh. I lived in Toronto. <laughs> I wasn't. Because you weren't on any meds out there. You no, were like, I couldn't afford anything. You were psychologically barebacking it. Yeah, exactly. I was. 
I was raw dogging my uh, own psych <laughs> psyche. You were raw dogging your mental health. <laughs> I was. I think the reason why uh, I think the reason why I've I've lost a lot of weight is I'm medicated, and I'm not even kidding you. Well, you're in the middle of like a COVID pandemic, and you're like a state. You love the stage, and you're still like thriving. I'm having a great time. I'm just being a stay-at-home dog mom right now. I have. Uh, I'm like I'm learning how to run. It hurts though. Oh my god, it hurts to you run. You can't start after 35. Running isn't something that you just pick up after party. Your brain, your brain right now is just like, what are we doing? This is ridiculous. This is, this is <laughs> running. We're running now. I just didn't want to sit at home anymore. I was getting sad sitting at home. But walking isn't enough. No, walking, I want to see if I can run for, for a 5K straight, which I don't think I think I will ever, that's 30 minutes at least. A normal person should be, I can not run, like I'm, like on this app I have, you're supposed to like warm up and then you run for a minute and then you walk for a minute and you run for a minute and I never run the full minute. <laughs> just, Get to about 56 seconds and then go to a yeah, I mean, there. this is like week. What is what? What week is this that we've been doing this? <laughs> you sound like a robot. The COVID thing. How long we've been? This is feels like it's been a year. It does feel like it's it's been like a month. <laughs> I know, but it, it really feels like a long time that we've been doing this already. Yeah. Like and I was. There's no end in sight. And you're starting to see the rednecks pull away, like. It makes it like things that like Trump says, like they make a difference because it rednecks across the globe. Listen to him. He's yeah. not he's not just like somebody Americans look to. He's he's somebody that people right of center look to across the globe. Yeah. So if he is constantly talking about getting back at it, people are, are like, OK, we got to be chomping at the bit. Like we got to get back at this. He wants sport. He said he misses sports. <laughs> He doesn't care about health or people dying. He's like, I don't want to watch 14-year-old baseball games anymore. Like, he literally said that. Well, he, I read something today in the Washington Post where he, he the checks that people were getting, the stimulus checks that people are getting, were, de, were will probably be delayed slightly because he wants his name to be printed on the checks. Yeah, yeah. Like, so his name, his name has to be on the checks and there's a delay because of it. And still half the country will be like, yeah, no, that's fine. I'm glad I got it Thursday and not Monday. I just would have blown it anyway. Like, oh, oh Kathleen left. What Kathleen a, left. Right in the middle of the podcast. What a bitch. <laughs> who, who who cares what she, who, who approached you about this online show and why did you say yes? Uh, someone that I know through like the local art community. And I said yes because of... I felt pressure to. Well, no, like as a favor. Yeah, somebody asked me to do an online show, like, and uh, they're like, "Hey, we do this funny little thing every Friday. We do a little fun pub night, <laughs> and uh, maybe you could pop in and do a little comedy." And um, I, I think something about this virus has changed me because I normally I would have been like, "Yeah," and then just not contacted them. But I told yeah. them in the moment, waiting for pizza, like, "I won't. I'm not gonna be doing that." I didn't even come up with an excuse. I was just like, that's ah, not something that's going to be happening that I'll be doing. <laughs> I just, I just, I just couldn't lie about it. I think that's going to be my response to online comedy requests is just openly telling them no. <laughs> <laughs> I have openly said no to a few people. It just doesn't. I, mm, I'm not no. built. I'm just not built. I'm some comedians can, can do it for sure. Like if you're just like, you know, there's guys that we know that could easily just kind of jump on screen and tell their jokes. And I think the super performer comedians can do it. Like the ones that like want to be actors as well. Yeah. Those guys. Don't do I think the secret is you get to just assume laughs. <laughs> but only sub people can assume that like, that's true. I, my my assumption, my running assumption is that they hate me and they want me to stop. That's true. So I can I can't just flip that to like they're probably laughing. <laughs> because what if they're not? What if you're in the middle of a joke that and you're like, hey, I'm sure they're loving this, and meanwhile they're they're all texting each other going, who is this? <laughs> I hate this guy. When is he done? <laughs> like I prefer to see the I don't know. 
I just I can't like you, you like tonight. Are you going to be like okay, everybody's cool? Because people will be cool with it, right? They're not going to be like this is stupid. They're going to everybody's like hey, we're all in this new world. Let's we'll just, just see what fits, right? Yeah. They're cool with it now, but like a month from now or a few months from now. Are, are all these comics going to be wanted doing free shows and stuff all all the time online now? You, music, I mean, mu- that's where music has us killed, right? It's like you can have a musician playing and it's awesome, you know? Yeah. It's an it's an somebody can do an awesome live acoustic performance that you would pay money to see, but comedy, there's no acoustic version of stand up, right? Like, <laughs> no, like, let's just break it down a notch and sing it with a tell my joke shy. <laughs> acoustic comedy i would love to see acoustic comedy there's no way we can sort of just like it, it it requires that you know sometimes that's what you forget is like how much it you require that audience right the audience has to be interacting with the material as you're telling it or it's worthless yeah and people will say oh well there still is an audience but it's a different it's a completely different thing yeah yeah, it's not the same. It's like, not the same at all. Musicians no. don't stop halfway through a song and go, is there anybody into this? Or <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you. Like, when you did that, how many times did you ask if anybody was into it? <laughs> is anybody listening? No, I, 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 I should, should I, yeah, I mean, I shouldn't have done what I did. Absolutely. I should have said, whoa, what am I doing? <laughs> this isn't something grandpa can handle. Because all I wanted to talk about was how crazy... You know, like, isn't this crazy what we're doing? And they were just like, yeah, this is what we do. <laughs> live, we live, you know, like, cause we, I mean, uh, for me, like, I do stand up. I hang out with my kids. That's about it. I don't, like, I'm not doing Skype meetings. I've never done one. Uh, yeah, I always fuck up on Skype meetings. Like, even this one, you've had to bail twice. <laughs> no, that well, I screwed that one up because my brother was calling and I tried to hang up on him, but I hung up on you guys by accident. <laughs> And then I was like, don't call me. I'm on a, I'm doing a podcast. Have you done anyway. it during the coronavirus that you are ashamed of? Have I done anything? Yeah. Have you done something where you're like, oh, that wasn't social distancing. He, he, he. Oh, I don't know. I mean, well, when I was at Costco, I, uh, they have signs everywhere at the produce. Like if you pick it up, you have to get it. And then I yeah. found, I found another, like, and this wasn't even, this isn't totally my fault, but it was like, I got strawberries in the cooler and then I went out and there were more better strawberries in another cooler. So I put those strawberries down and I took another one. So that's what as badass as I'm getting. I, <laughs> I don't care. When it comes to produce though, like, I mean, I don't give a shit. Like if I'm. Well, people are washing their groceries when they bring them in. I don't understand that. Well, if I, if I touch a green pepper and the underside of it is rotten, I'm not going to be like. Oh, well, guess that's my green pepper. <laughs> Luck of the vegetable draw. <laughs> I guess this is the green pepper I get. I'm like, nope, this is going right back into the community. Yeah. Nobody's going to eat that green pepper. Nobody is. And it, whatever person picks up that rotten green pepper and takes it home and eats it, I want that person to die. <laughs> they it's should sick. get sick. <laughs> they just, the only people that deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Rotten you pick up a rotten vegetable and choose to put it in your cart come on yeah um i joined tiktok that's something i'm not proud of what's wrong with tiktok it's so bad it's so bad but rob Pugh is on it or did a tiktok he posted today he's like i did a tiktok i don't know i don't even know who i am anymore or something and i'm like yeah the world is ending if rob Pugh is doing tiktoks <laughs> but oh, uh god i'm just trying to picture him in pigtails right now Doing his fucking Uncle Robbie Pigtails TikTok. <laughs> but his TikToks would be, what is it? I thought TikTok was just like, you know, lip syncing. It, that's all it is. It is dancing and stuff. But there are some people that are actually creating original content. But for the most part, you create something and then about 80 people just steal the audio of it and redo it the way they want to do it. It's kind of really weird and it's kind of like said something about us that we can't be original anymore <laughs> or we, do, we don't we don't need to be we don't need to be original anymore because people are, are like and all these people who are like they're like they don't they're like nobody's all of a sudden they have like a hundred thousand followers on tiktoks and they're walking around like oh, i'm tiktok <laughs> it's 
it's really funny. It's I mean, really weird. We we live in a time where like the greatest musical geniuses that we would consider to be like these guys are unbelievable. You know how much of their work is sampled, right? Like, so even like our top artists are sampling the shit out of everything. So why wouldn't a little girl in Nebraska making a song like? Why would we expect more of her than Kanye West? We are frozen again. Oh, it's true. Me? It's my, my connection then. You know what? I'm going to call Shaw and I'm going to yell at them. It says poor connection. Ugh. Oh, God. Quit putting Am I totally frozen? <laughs> oh, you're good. Am I good? Is it your says, router inside your body? Did we lose her? Who the hell did we lose? That's the thing about doing these is like every time the video craps out, I'm like, no, who's no, it still yeah. on this? <laughs> yeah. Is Jim frozen or is he just oh. smiling? You guys sound yeah. you guys sound like a speaking spell to me. Fuck. God it says damn that. <laughs> well, it's not me, I'm it's Shaw. I'm trying to write like a script and I didn't read, I never, I don't think I ever really dawned on me how hard uh, writing, like writing a show, like, you know, how comedians always, they're always like, oh, somebody should do a show about this. Yeah. And then you start writing it and then you realize like, oh, this is, this is way harder than just sitting around saying somebody should write a show about this, you know, (laughs) like, like actually trying to develop characters and have it make sense. Cause that's the thing, like I can write a script. And have it make total sense to me and be like, oh, this is a good script. Here, look, look at all this fun dialogue. Everybody should be laughing sometimes. (laughs) But then if I give it to anybody else, they'll be like, what what are they doing? What? They just went, they went to a, from a Mexican restaurant to a, to Disneyland. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, they had to for the joke. Well, Well, people think like, I, I even think like when you write a script, you just sit down and you write the dialogue, but like. I tried to do that with some comics in LA. We wrote a script and it was just like, we were like the first day we were like, Oh, this is a lot harder. <laughs> like we have to actually figure out who these people are and like why they're like, this is why comics don't follow up on their goals and dreams. It's just, we do it for 10 minutes and we're like, Oh, this is hard. Yeah. I don't... Well, and then the idea of like, if you're going to write a script, it means that you're committing to writing eight versions of it, right? Like you have to yeah. write, you have to write it once, again, 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 to the point where you're so bored of it and none of it's funny to you that to see that through is not in our DNA. Yeah, we're bored as hell. It's not fun. <clears throat> At the end of it, you're writing like a law paper. You know? That's why, uh, you, you know, all those like comedy writers are all from Harvard and stuff like that. That's why they're successful because uh, they have the work ethic they've got. If you get into Harvard, you've got the work ethic. But, like, regular comics, I know some really fucking funny people, but, like, if you put them in a writer's room, they would fail miserably. I, I don't think I'd succeed in a writer's room. Well, what writers are good at is, like, okay, this is the template, this is the structure, this is, the, this is what we have, th- these are the boxes we have to tick in every scene, and then they punch it up from there, you know? Whereas we are, like, trying to write it as funny as possible right out of the gate, and it's like, well, that's, that, who cares about how funny it is? You're just trying to put the skeleton together, but it's really hard. It's very hard. Like when I was looking at these templates for shows, I was like, I had written, um, you know, maybe like 10 scenes and it was like 25 pages or something. And I was like, okay, well, like I'm getting there. This is, you know, kind of almost a completed version of this script. And then I started looking at templates of sitcoms like Parks and Rec. And they're like, okay, in the middle of act two, now you're going to get into your eighth beat of your A story. I don't get that at all. And I'm like, eighth of my A story. Like this, so basically what they mean is like the eighth time that you've come back and had a separate little scene regarding your top story in your script. And I'm like, well, I've hit it twice. Like I'm not like, uh, so you have to, you know, it's way more scenes and, you know, it's insane. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to complete it. I'm just like, I don't know if I have the will to do this. I'm so lazy. Uh, yeah, I, I, and also I don't have the attention span. Like I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm medicated, but I still can't just sit down and like write, write, write. Like, good for the people that can do that, but it's not me. <laughs> I'll get too distracted. I enjoy I, it. I really, I enjoy it. But what, but I guess with stand up, there's an immediacy to it where it's like, 
I'm either doing this or I'm failing, you know, like I have to do this. Whereas with writing a script, nobody's up your ass to be like, hey, finish that. You know, like it's not like grade 12 where you got to yeah. get it for your departmental exams. Like, you know, there's nobody pushing you and you're like, who's going to shoot this anyway? Like it's such a low percentage play that it's easy to talk yourself out of writing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Aren't all the grade 12s not having to write their diploma exams? That'd be pretty sweet. I think that they don't have to, but they're also not getting a grad. Like my friend's daughter is in grade 12 this year and she's like, she's like, well, it sucks, but we don't, we don't get a grad, but I don't think they have to write their diplomas, which is the worst. No grad would be, that would be fucking, I mean, we had dry grad. Did you ever have dry grad? No, we had safe grad so that everybody could go and get fucked up in a field and then some parents would stand around and watch us until they had to roll us onto school buses to take us home. Yeah, I think we had a dry grad that ended up being a safe grad. Like, it was supposed to be dry, and then it ended up getting extremely wet. <laughs> it was a very wet grad. I love wet grad. And and then people, there was, like, a band or something. Like I, But I just remember, I mean, what were we doing? Like, we were, you know, we were, like, 16, 17 year old. We were just trashed. Yeah. It was, but like, I mean... We were out in a field. It was like Lord of the Flies. There was fights. People were fighting all over the place. So people lighting cables <laughs> on fire. And you're like, oh, I guess. that's great. That's why I feel bad for the grads this year. Because literally the whole point of getting through school for some people is like, well, I get to have grad at the end of this. <laughs> I get to go and dance well, and put a fancy dress on. The people that we graduated with, that was the academic pinnacle of their life. Right? Like, mm -hmm. for me, and like, that's it. I didn't fucking get a degree. So it's a good thing I did party. <laughs> parties of the graduation type. I didn't graduate from anything doing anything. That was it. High school maxed out. High school was maxed out. If you look back on, like, uh, I remember going to high school parties and just literally, we had one that we called Bar Fest because, like, everybody threw up in this one rich kid's house. <laughs> like, it was always a rich kid. It was always a rich kid. Well, yeah, the poor kids don't want everyone coming to their house. <laughs> well, I think it's because the rich kids um, were the only ones whose parents could afford time away from their children. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally. So, like, poor people's parents were at the – every Friday and Saturday, 52 weeks a year, they were home. They weren't going yeah. anywhere. So what was the point in partying there? It was the rich kids' parents who were like, we're going to Jasper skiing. See you guys later. Here's $200. Oh, my God. That's true. That is true, because my parents never vacationed or anything. They, I never got to have that, like, oh, my parents are out of town. Let's have a, a secret party. No, they were always in town. Although I, my mom was one of those, like, if you get drunk, I want you to get drunk at home, not in some bush. So she let me have uh, a house party once, and she just went to the casino and <laughs> came home a bit later. I don't know. I mean, I remember, like, I had a classic party I didn't think I did. I never had parties at my place either. But then I had one party where like we blew they, the people that were there blew the speakers in my parents sound system. Oh, no. So just like guaranteed busted. Right. Like there's no way that you're the next time your dad throws on a fucking compact disc. He's going to be like, what the fuck? So, I, yeah, I was screwed. And I played it all the way out. I tried to pretend like so the speakers came on and they were just like, hey, like they were just fucked. <laughs> I remember we'd go to my school at like lunch because I lived across the field and uh, all my girlfriends would come over and we would, my parents weren't big drinkers, so they didn't, we didn't notice if anything was gone. And we had, they had a bottle of Malibu and a bottle of gin. And I remember before like a school dance, we went to my house and we, everybody like took a sip of the Malibu. And then one of my friends was like drinking the gin like hard, like she was an adult woman. <laughs> She uh, barfed all over that dance. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. Yeah. Well, and you and you've had the same friends, right? Like since that, like is Jana still your friend? Like yeah, yeah. Well, it's mostly just Jana. I mean, I still know a few of the people. I'm not like close friends with any of them, with anyone from school. No, I mean you. You know, you lose touch so fast. In a moment, you're like, this is everything, and then the next year, you're like. Who I don't know these people. Like I would stop and talk, and I would, if I saw them at a grocery store, I'd be like, oh hey, 
you know, you, you wouldn't even stop. You'd just be like, hey, hey. I, or you would hope that neither of you, I love that when you see someone and you're like, okay, I hope they don't want to talk to me either. And you just kind of, you kind of see each other and then you're like, no, I don't know who you are. I do that all the time. I do a lot of, like, if I see somebody that I know and I determine that it's going to have to be a stop and chat, I'll go to the, where the, like, condoms and stuff are. <laughs> something super embarrassing yeah because then even if they come around to get like condoms or something then it's like they're not they don't want to talk to me because they're like oh oh <laughs> somebody knows i have sex <laughs> once a year so i just stand by the condoms and then i would like see them at the checkout and then once i know they're at the checkout then i'll start my shopping process but I'm, i won't risk a stop and chat at a grocery store <laughs> no, no, because then you're there for too long. When you buy condoms, do you like buy a bunch of needless stuff with it? Um, or do you just put down the condoms and be like, I have a dick? I usually just, put the, <laughs> I, I have, there's three 7 Elevens in my town, and one of them is for like junk food, one of them is for uh, cigarettes and, and batteries, and one of them is for condoms and toilet what? paper. Which yeah. one is the condom and toilet paper 7-Eleven? That's, that's the farthest from my home. <laughs> so I'll drive across town for things like that. Because, because those ladies, they hardly ever see me, you know what I mean? <laughs> they don't know what's going on. I remember when I worked at a grocery I, you don't store. Buy, you, don't buy, you don't buy condoms at the same 7-Eleven where you buy Slurpees and hot dogs. Like Why not? You just shouldn't. <laughs> You shouldn't buy condoms from 7-Eleven, period. What? They're packaged. It's not like they're at the front door by the fucking chocolates. It always seems like you're in such a rush, though, if you're buying it at a 7-Eleven. Usually 7-Eleven, yeah. That's my store. That's where I get everything, though. You you do all your grocery shopping at 7-Eleven? More than, more than a person should, yeah. <laughs> they do have the worst... They probably have the worst... Bread. I don't know where 7-Eleven gets its bread, but for their sandwiches or to just buy yeah. as a loaf. Even even when it's dry, it tastes like it it's wet. You know, like it's. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, but I kind of love a gasoline station, uh, a gas station sandwich. I actually got food poisoning from a gas station sandwich one time. Could you tell that you were going to be getting food poisoning as you were eating it? Like, did it taste off? Um, yes. Like it the meat tasted metallic, and I felt like I was in Cuba for three minutes, and then I, like, <laughs> and then I just kind of got on the. But the funny thing is, like, I was working this job, uh, trimming trees. I did it for like maybe two years. I would like trim trees. It was okay, like. But I worked with this guy that was like a huge asshole. Like he, and I knew that, and so he was usually screwing around. Me, like he was just a dick. And then, or like, that's why. I, because I got food poisoning, and then he didn't even, like, I was, like, and he was, like, he... so then, like, two months later, I knew he was getting $10,000 safety to have nobody on his crew be injured in that, and I was, like, you're going to have to take me to the hospital. My back's kind of fucked up. I... Oh, I love it. I only heard part of that story, but the gist of it that I got is that you fucked him over at the end. Screwed him, screwed a person, screwed a person with a family of five thousand dollars because he didn't care that I was puking. So I'm basically Donald Trump. <laughs> or Jason Kenny. Nobody likes Jason Kenny. Even the ones that liked him don't like, I like him right skinny, now. I like skinny Jason Kenny. Like you and Jason Kenny have a lot in common body wise. Oh fuck you, no. I haven't. You guys both were big, and now you're. <laughs> We both were big, and now that's my favorite. When people like will comment, "Oh, you look, you look just, you looked good then, and you look good now," and I'm like, "Wow, I know." <laughs> well, no, but they have to say that, right? Because yeah. the alternative is to say, "Wow, it's shocking the difference," and then you're gonna be like, "You thought I was gross? You <laughs> How fat was I?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. The people who are like, wow, you look so much better are basically saying you looked awful before and now you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> all they're trying to say. I mean, but I mean, like, I didn't look great before. I know there's this whole body positivity movement, but as somebody who has been bigger and now I'm smaller, I can say that I'm very happy that I'm smaller. Absolutely. I wouldn't choose to go back and be chubbier 
even though I can get clothes anywhere now and every, it's all inclusive and stuff, I wouldn't choose to get fat again. I would choose to get thinner. Yeah. And I mean, the, the thing that you're all is that food, food is great, especially Corona, like COVID. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, my COVID diet is fucking everything I eat has a bone in it, you know? <laughs> I've ordered a lot of food. I, that's where I'm like, uh, where, that's where the stimulus money is going, like from from me to skip the dishes, from the government to me to skip the I dishes. Think, think about how many fucking low lives like us are out there. And you're like, this isn't even a pay cut, man. I'm feeling good. <laughs> this is more money than I usually make. Like the average Albertan looks at two grand and they're like, two grand? Can't this is nothing. Boat, can't even make a boat payment with that. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even seal off the south, the rear side of my hot tub with that money. <laughs> no, I but think that I, this is, this is like, this whole thing is good for the middle class. It might bring the middle class back. Uh, the problem is it's going to like, you know, the downside is the, uh, all those small businesses that were already kind of being hollowed out are now the process of that is like expedited, right? We're now, you know, coming out of this. If it takes a year, like if social distancing is in place for a year, there's going to be like four companies that own everything because they're the only ones that could weather the storm. Everybody else just ran out of money. That's true. It can't just bail out everyone. The Mexican restaurant you go back to is going to be called like like Amazon (laughs) or something, you know? (laughs) Amazon It's going to be owned by Amazon or Walmart. Look at my fucking dog. Yeah, Kathleen, I was going to say, oh, you're fighting very loud. Oh, okay. Get out. What the fuck? I have terrible children. Like, are they, is that their, is that their play or are they trying to murder? No, that's how they play. Uh, They think it's fun. Looks like murder. It does. And it sounds like murder. Hey, stop. Be quiet. My friends are with all all with kids. They they're always like, oh, my kids won't leave me alone. And then I'm like, I know my dogs won't leave me alone either. <laughs> <laughs> but they won't. They won't. Like everyone keeps talking about how oh my pets are like, what are you doing here? All of my pets are like, this is awesome. You're like a human couch. Like oh yeah no, our, our they'll pets, all come and sit on me. Yeah, our pets are not having a problem with it at all. No, life is getting petted and. They can always leave and go somewhere else and sleep. It's not like they're trapped. No, they're fine. But how is that educating your kids going? Because <laughs> I have friends that are like, I'm I'm not a teacher. This is so stupid. The problem is like just I, I get so mad at technology so fast. So like if somebody says, oh, submit this assignment and I can't find the button for how to submit that assignment, like I'm ready to fucking throw the computer out immediately. Oh, no. So I have no tech, I have no tech, techno patience at all. So <laughs> no techno patience. But it's not like my kids are okay. Like it's really, it's not, it's like an hour. If you were working a job and you had to educate your kids, like it would be, it would suck. But yeah, it's the only thing you have to do all day. It's not that bad. But what do you have to do? Like, do you just turn the computer on for them? <laughs> well, my oldest one, you just turn the computer. Like you always have two competing problems that have the same end, which is, one kid knows how to navigate it, but he's probably lying to you about having everything done. Yeah. And then the other kid needs your assistance to get anything done. So you have to check the one kid's to make sure that he's not lying and then help the other kid actually do it. Because the older one's always lying. I have but been so happy that I'm childless throughout this whole thing. <laughs> Now's a good time to have one. No. Baby Kathleen. Oh, God. Let's hope not. That'd be horrifying to come out of this pregnant. That'd be awful. Because you know why? Because then, oh, I can finally get up and do stand-up. No, I can't because I'm pregnant. I guess that won't happen for 18 years. Yeah, exactly. Then my life is over because I had it. Hopefully I'm not fat then. (laughs) Hopefully I'm I'm a skeleton by then. (laughs) I had a birthday. Did you really? Well, happy birthday. How old are you? You're not that old, are you? I'm 39. Okay. So that's getting up there. But I had a, I tried to do a Zoom party and I could, like, 
I'm not good with technology. I even Jim even tried, and he's like, I can't get in. I tried to get on, but it's like the 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 host is on another call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it didn't work. This is, but, I mean, that's that's the fun thing about something like COVID is you get to watch um, the people who understand technology take over the world more rapidly. Yeah, it's right? true. Like all these luddites like us are like, what button do I? What button? <laughs> <laughs> that's totally younger people are like ha, ha 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 and then they just do it in three seconds you know so like yeah this is making me feel really old that's what covid is doing it's making me feel like an old useless person it, we already ha- we already had to have younger people shitting on us laughing at us about not needing technology but we used to be able to say like well i don't need it because i yeah. go out fucking real world idiot <laughs> now, now no one does the real world anymore so <laughs> All these young people are like, hey, oldie, let me help you with that. <laughs> hey, oldie. And that's the thing, too, is like with whatever, if there's like a, a new online wave of stand up, there's not going to be any 30 and 40 and 50 year olds in that game. Oh, you no. Know? Like they're going to be like the people taking over stand up. If it becomes an online game are going to be between the ages of 15 and 24. They're going to be uh-huh. kids. And they're going to do it on TikTok. And they're going to know how to do it. And we're going to be. Are. How do you, what's the edit? How do you edit? How what's you, a transition? How do you edit that? I don't want a transition. <laughs> You're going to have so much trouble making content. And then some of the better ones are going to be able to like pay people to do it or like here, here's, but I mean, we, you know, we're going to run out of that money. Yeah. So even the comics with like a lot of times when you see an older comedian with a great online presence, it just means they're loaded. It just means they're successful enough to pay somebody to do it. Yeah. Whereas the rest of us end up with a comedy factory looking website. <laughs> An angel fire. Isn't that what that was called? I mean, angel fire. For those yeah, of you, for those yeah, of you tell who everybody. Have, you've got to go to the comedy factory.com. I mean, <laughs> is it .com if, or .ca? Oh, it's com. They got the com. <laughs> he yeah, paid extra for the com. If COVID's got you down, I want you to go and check out the comedy factory.com because it's, <laughs> It is the original, like it's original. It's that, that's what websites looked like when there were first websites, like Todd.todd.k.ca. Yeah. He built that website? No. Oh. But you remember that was the that was the first time that was the first time we'd heard of comedians having websites. What year was that? That was like maybe oh six. Oh, two thousand. Well, I started in like two thousand and eight. My dog went at it again. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm a bad parent. Hey, I just threw See, at a least lighter. You, at least you can sort of hit dogs without worrying. No, about you can't them. hit dogs. You can hit them. You should hit I them. I can tap them. You can tap them, but you can't hit them. No, you should punch them in the nose, right where no. it's wet. <laughs> no. Um, what was I talking about? I don't remember right now. Probably yourself. No, I don't. Well, even... I was probably. <laughs> <laughs> can I tell you more about my birthday party that was weird? Yes. It's like, it's, you think it's going to be fun, but then you're just getting drunk alone with your friends watching you get drunk. Some of them were getting drunk too. Uh, but I had a friend uh, from Calgary that was in the, the thing and he, he ordered me a bottle of tequila through Skip the Dishes. So I got a bottle of tequila. Yeah, it was nice, but I don't do well with tequila. And I did like one shot and then... I think I did another one, and then I threw up in my sink. <laughs> yeah, but I, in my defense, I thought it was a one-ounce shot glass, but it was like a big, it was like an American one. It was like a two-shot. I didn't realize that. But I, I and I know yeah. some people, like, I just kind of disappeared for a few minutes, but I'm pretty sure, like, a lot of people could faintly hear me vomiting in my sink. <laughs> I think Paul Meyerhog was there at the time. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty hard to find the mute button when you need to vomit. Right? <laughs> Just press that mute button and then... <laughs> <laughs> At least I didn't vomit on camera. 39. I, 39. 39 years old. I heard of people vomiting on camera on parties, but I guess like that's a new way to party now, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just vomiting on keyboards. <laughs> It's funny because that's like we think we're going to you're going to rise to that's how you're going to rise to fame. Forget all your material. It's just going to be you puking on vomiting. 
and then going, oh no, this laptop's new. This is this is this is his laptop. Uh oh. I also tried to start an OnlyFans page, and it's like I think I've got it started, but I don't know how to get people to pay to see stuff. And all I did was put up a picture of a turkey so far. I don't, you, you can usually tell you can usually tell a comedian's broke uh, during COVID by how quickly they have a Patreon account. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It goes straight to Patreon. They're like, you're going to have to pay for this now, bitch, because I lost but, my pizza delivery driving job. And it's so hard to, like, ask for money to do shows because no one has money. But the, I don't know. It's a very. Well, and you're also competing. Like, when you're competing in a stand-up comedy club, you know, you're competing against other people that can get up there and do stand-up. But when you're competing in a world where it's all online content, how can you say like, hey, pay me for my content, even though we're in a landscape of like trillions of other things you could look at. And then you're gonna sit there and say like, mine, you should probably pay for mine. Yeah, Uh, exactly. Seems weird. I don't think any, like I've seen people say, oh, like rich comics are like doing special shows and like, ooh, a $5 donation to the SBCA or something. But like, yeah, there's no money to be made in online uh, entertaining. Remember <laughs> 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 when complained about how there was no money in Canadian stand-up, and now we've dropped the Canadian and put in online. Online entertaining. There's That's no the money. Online stand-up, man. There's a lot of good comedians online, but nobody respects us. That's <laughs> true. That's very true. But yeah, no. So now people are resorting to like. So there's only. Do you know what OnlyFans is? No. It's just like, so girls, well, it was made, I don't know who it was made for, but a lot of girls go on there and like they're famous girls and they'll go like take pictures, like topless pictures and put it up there and people will pay to see it anyway. But now more people are doing it and it's not about webcam girls anymore. But I was going to do it and just put like weird pictures on it that are like awkward. I don't know. But I can't figure out how to attach the banks. I really think if you want to set, if you want to set yourself apart, you should do stand up and take your clothes off. No. Well, just on that, I mean, I'm not saying. If you're going there, then. No, but I was never gonna go there. I was just gonna put like Reese. I was gonna put stupid pictures like a bee with a banana in my mouth or something, and then somebody who paid twenty bucks to see that would be pissed off at me. But I don't care. <laughs> it's your account. Do what you want. You're the only one that knows the password. I get asked on a daily basis for nudes now that this has started. Really? Yes, from strange people. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that that's ridiculous. I'm just saying that that's wrong. Not the, I'm just, why are they doing that? Because. They should do that, but what are they, why? It's rude, isn't it? It's very rude. And I get it all on a daily basis. Uh, just like, and it's always like. Oh, are, are you going to start posting nudes? Ha ha, LOL, ha ha ha. It's very annoying. Or, so, so I thought I might as well. These aren't DMs? Like you're not getting DMs? No, from they're weirdos? DMs. Yeah, oh, I really? get DMs for weirdos on a daily. Yeah, so many. Daily? Really? What a it's bunch gotten of- worse because everybody's at home bored and nothing to do. So some guys at home be like, well, I'm going to try and talk to this person. And I'm oh. kind and I message people back, but then I'm. Th- you know that I'm sick of you if I just only favorite your comments, <laughs> right? Oh, like, is that your trick? That's your game. A lot of well, creeps know that. Everybody should know that. No, creeps can't break that code. They're like, she favorited it. That means better than like. Oh, no. Is that? Oh, God. So they For think sure. that's better? They probably than, do. They, that's than how, actual that mean, words? Yes. They're probably like, wow, she just loves it. Well, you do have the mind of a creep, so it probably. <laughs> <laughs> and the body of a creep. <laughs> You're actually, 100% I, creep. I actually have the body of a creep and the mind of a young girl. <laughs> Why is your mind a young girl's mind? I'm always skipping. You know what I mean? Always skipping around. <laughs> I think I might have ingested a lot of, sh- like, I had a sore throat from, and I think it was just from asbestos in my basement or something, you know? You have asbestos? I didn't think I did, but I got this sore throat, and then somebody was like, well, that looks like it might be asbestos. And I was like, wow, ah, okay, well, so I guess that's where the sore throat came from. 
But I'm sure when you get a sore throat from asbestos inhalation, it's like not that dangerous, right? No, it'll just give you throat cancer in two years. Okay. <laughs> I saw That's your, all it'll do. It's, it's so funny to see like how we view scientists in every scenario, like, we just bring them in and expect them to fix everything. Like that's imagine if you were smart enough to be a scientist, how much you would hate regular people. Because every time something like in Chernobyl, it's like this reactor goes off and there's this massive fire and everybody's just scientists come in and they're like, just fix it. Fucking you nerd. <laughs> work. Like, come on, you nerd. Hey, we're the real cool dudes. We just need you to fix the biggest problem we've ever faced, dork. <laughs> but it, who, wasn't it scientists that saved us in Armageddon? Oh, no, it was the riggers, the oil riggers. Oh, what did they do? They drilled right into the, so uh, a lot of Albertans love that movies because uh, Bruce Willis was an oil guy and he drilled into the middle of the asteroid and then they blew up the asteroid from inside. And then he died, and then Ben Affleck married his daughter. Wow. That's, That's the whole plot of Armageddon. <laughs> That's when you know that's that's when you know if, if you're Bruce Willis, that's when you know that your career is at a certain point where you're like, you're not the hero anymore. You're the old guy that dies first. <laughs> There's a point in the movie about 93% of the way in where the thing's going to kill everybody unless you sacrifice your life to stop it. And then it'll get stronger after. And then the, the real guy has to kill it. Yeah. And you'll be dead. You and Bruce. <laughs> you'll the be dead old guy. And right before you died, you looked over and said, you're good enough for my daughter. And then <laughs> I was wrong about you the whole movie. Go ahead. I watched Breaking Bad again. The whole thing. What? Yeah, it was pretty good. You a good time for this. I'm breathing in asbestos. <laughs> it took me about a week to get through it. And, uh, I'm not going to lie. I didn't pay attention to every episode. Like I'd be like watching it and then I'd be on my phone and then I would have missed about 20 minutes. I'm like, who's this person? And I'm like, well, I'll figure it out later. <laughs> I didn't go back and watch it again. I've been, yeah, I've, I've tried to, I mean, I've watched a few like, you know, Ozark Narcos Mexico is good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Narcos Mexico, two seasons of that. That was a solid, like there's lots of good. I mean, I'm watching, Vikings. The, I'm watching the newsroom. Because if I never like, that when it came out. You like Vikings? I did. I would just fast forward the sex scenes because it got a little much, you know. But the <laughs> You're I the only person I've ever heard that like fast forwards through sex scenes. Like I've never heard of anybody. Everyone even, that's like even when I'm even when I'm by myself. It's not like I'm embarrassed <laughs> that other people are like, oh, I'm watching it and they're watching it. If I'm by myself, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna fast like. It looks like they're going to start to make out, and that might end in... <laughs> as soon as they start to make out, as soon as they move in to make out with each other, I fast-forwarded until it's the next scene where they're where it's the next... Even if I miss dialogue, I don't care about bedroom dialogue. Nothing, <laughs> nothing ever advances a story. It's always like a guy laying next to a girl, like, so did you find that guy last night? No. And then so I'm like, fuck, I don't need any of this shit either. I don't need the sex stuff or the bedroom talk. I don't need any of it. So I well, just until it's next day and they're in a car going somewhere. <laughs> Do you fast forward through porns? Um, no. No, I stay right to the front of it. I just, <laughs> I just watch the first 30 seconds of each video. <laughs> From start what, to finish. Like when they're getting to know each other. What is? The uh, I just like the part where they're getting to know each other. That's what in I want. In the porn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Just when they're on the talking about what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. You're into the whole storyline. Yeah, I like the stories. The narrative. Maybe, why don't you write some porn scripts? I bet you a porn script would be easier to write than a regular script. Yes. Yeah, you're not going to get to the seventh beat of your C story. <laughs> pants back on by act two i think that's what somebody should make somebody should make like a porn that's like good but then the you know that's like a <laughs> but that's like it got good actors and it's the series like and you binge watch the porn i wish i i wish imagine how, like why doesn't 
like some of the richest men in the world, why don't they get pay billions of dollars to have really good looking actors and actresses participate in pornography? Yeah. Right. Because then, I mean, think about how much that would be worth. So much. But it's it's easy nowadays to just put anybody's face on anything. They have those like, haven't you not seen that technology where they can like put someone's face on, but it's not really their body. Oh God, I can't wait. I mean, everybody's gonna be a conspiracy theorist in ten years. Like everybody oh. on Earth is gonna have their own vein of, because they're just gonna be like, look, that's the guy that runs WHO coming out of a parking lot in Thailand. <laughs> they like, started oh, that- it. That wasn't him. Like that. Did you see though? Did you see that thing that like uh, Kim Jong Un or whichever one he is? He um, he said that America was going to get a Christmas gift from them. That's kind of nice. But he wasn't going to say what it was. So maybe this is maybe COVID nineteen is the Christmas gift from North Korea. See, that's why you don't say what the gift is, so that when something happens, you can say, "Yes, we did it." <laughs> But North yeah, why isn't anybody taking credit for this? That even if they were like, yeah, it was a bioweapon that we created, even conspiracy theorists would be like, no, you didn't. You guys yeah. can't do that. We don't respect North Korea. They're weird. They are weird. Even the people. I'm just like, you know, get out of there. Get out of there. Don't they get <laughs> killed if they try to get out of there? Oh, there's a, they got a whole, they got a bridge. You can just go right to South Korea, but they choose to stay. No, they, yeah, you'll be shot if you try to leave. Do you think bats have gotten cocky? <laughs> Do you think they're, like, flying around feeling a little bit more dangerous? It's definitely, yeah, I'm sure that they've upped their cocky game. I'm sure there's some swagger back in the cave. I bet. <laughs> swag back. But, I mean, human, like, imagine being a human. The next time you see a bat, what are you going to do, like, it's fucked bats. Like when we, now we're gonna be like, okay, roast that cave, kill them all. Like we can't have far to have bats around here. I don't think we're gonna exterminate bats. One, one we're thing not gonna I was have thinking... a bat holocaust after this. <laughs> like, oh, God. They'd look I'm... weird in pajamas anyway. I mean, I'm surprised that Trump hasn't said something. <laughs> pajamas, Sean. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm surprised that Trump hasn't said something like, let's kill all the bats. I'm surprised that hasn't happened. I'm sure if you went back in his Twitter feeds to 2012, it would be somewhere in there. About killing bats? Yeah, because he wants to, I mean, he's definitely going to, well, he's going to blame China, a bioweapon, and then he's going to he's gonna roast a bat for sure. He's going to kill a lot of bats. Oh, he's so gonna be a bat. He's gonna like try to like make a terrorist bat, you know? Like he's gonna try to turn a bat into a public enemy number one. <laughs> make an you, example. He's had those conversations where he's like, "Can we find the bat who did this and then blow up the country that that bat lives in, like Afghanistan?" <laughs> he, he, he wants like a George W. Bush win on this after 9/11 with the bullhorn and going to Afghanistan. Like he wants that. He wants. Oh, to he look, wants to look like, like a hero. He wants to go and like, f- like throw lob a couple of missiles at China and just see what happens. Like blame them for a bioweapon attack and then attack them. Oh, he's terrifying. Do you think that Biden is going to beat him? That's such a stupid thing now because all these people that wanted Bernie Sanders are like, well, I'm not going to vote. Like, okay, so this is how he wins again, then you dummies. So- the, I mean, I think if after four years of Trump, you're not, you know, you're not thinking like, I'll vote for whoever the hell the other person is, then you're crazy. Like, why would you, you know, Joe Biden, whether you like Bernie or not, he's a million times better than Trump. So you have yes. to vote for him. Like, you just have to. Because he's going to put the thing about a guy like Biden, even, you know, people have said oh, he has dementia, but it doesn't matter. If he has dementia, because all he has to do is put real professionals in charge of all of these things in the federal government and then just delegate everything to be the president or the prime minister. It's not the it's not the best politician. It's like the best person that can talk and like is likable. And that's why uh, that's why Justin Trudeau is doing. I think he's fine. Like he's just like being likable. He's making us laugh by the moistly comment. (laughs) He stays on script like. You know, that's what we miss when we have a guy like Trump is like somebody who just all you got to do is stay on script, dude. You're the pretty boy. You're the 
because really it is like it's uh it's an acting job because it all is. it's just a matter of like are you the kind of person who looks like you are empathetic to people right like the best politicians are the ones who just look and sound the most empathetic and the policies that they're actually implementing can be anything they can be for the people they can be against the people it just you just have to get behind a microphone and sound like you get people you know and you feel sorry for them trump that's where i can't believe trump's rise in politics because he does not have any ability to make people think that he's empathetic towards them nobody like there's nobody who's taken solace in something that he said during this like nobody not during this during his election they did but not during this no, like even if you're, I mean, even if you're a Trump, I mean, this is the worst catastrophe that could have happened to Trump. I mean, it's terrible for the world, but for Trump, yeah. he almost got away with it, right? He was like three plus years into gutting everything and then having it not matter that all these regulations had been removed and and all the professionals had been gutted from the system and he, replaced by people that he had just brought in himself that were people that agreed with him on Twitter and it hadn't <laughs> caught up. And it like it probably would not have caught up up to him. But then COVID just lays it to bear for everybody. Like, look, we didn't have he got rid of this. He got rid of that. He got rid of everything. But now he's even doubled down. He like he's he's appointing Vince McMahon to a, a post COVID committee. Like It's almost like he's like, well, let's oh. see uh, if I can if I can do this. Like, it's crazy. It's insane. I mean. It's, I mean, even you've got like Jared Kushner as part of the, can you imagine if Obama had put his daughter in charge? And oh I mean, God. I know she was younger yeah. at the time, but imagine Obama with like a 24 year old daughter, putting her in charge of the response to the financial crisis in 2008 when he was elected, like people yeah. gone fucking bananas he would have been impeached immediately they keep saying stuff like this and that like if if they had done this and that they don't care they don't even look at it that way they're just like oh no he uh there's no such thing as nepotism for them or anything like that like it's uh well they're just like well if it wasn't them you know that's who donald trusts and if don trusts him then so do i <laughs> maybe this is you know what have we talked about the theory of like this is going to kill off a lot of baby boomers? Yeah, but not the racists. Apparently, it's not touching racists. <laughs> it's not touching racists. Wouldn't that be weird if it like if in the uh, we look at this a year later and like apparently no racists died. So <laughs> this is, the world is more racist than ever. Yeah. Kanye West stated that he wants to vote for Trump again. He literally said, he literally was like, he's brought the real estate market back and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? No, he, what? I mean, <laughs> could that guy make himself more unpopular? Like if he, if he just but people, made music. But, but people still, people still like, doesn't matter. Separate the man from the music. He's a genius. I'm like, but he's crazy. Oh, now Joe Biden like accused of sexual assault. So that makes things weird. Oh, Yeah. I don't I don't know enough about that to say I like I've heard that he he was one of those guys that likes to walk up behind girls and massage them and stuff like that. But um I don't think he's raped a woman. I don't No, there he's he he's been accused of actually like sexually assaulting a woman, but who knows. But yeah, I mean there was like long rumors about him being a hair sniffer, which is you know that is <laughs> I don't know too many hair sniffers that aren't also forward in other areas, you know, like if you're willing to go up and sniff a woman's head, you know, you're I, pretty grabby and touchy and you're going to send DMs. I hate to tell people like, like with, and like, uh, I guess Louis CK has this new special out and I, my friend sent me the link. I haven't watched it yet, but they're still trying to end his career, but it's like, um, if I told you how many, uh, like a lot of people's comedy heroes would be ruined if they found out the kind of stuff that they did in their personal lives. Well, and, and what's your, what's like cancel culture in COVID is kind of over. You can't call, like, and the thing about like, like Louis, even Louis puts his album out online and you either watch it or you don't. Exactly. There, you can't be canceled, you know, like you're just, there it is, like it or hate it. Maybe this will be good. Maybe people are going to be allowed to like what they want to like. 
and I don't know. I've heard it's very good though. <laughs> you should run. I think you're fine. You should run to Fort Saskatchewan. Run to Fort Saskatchewan. Would you give me a ride home? <laughs> no. <laughs> not right away. Not immediately. Well, you ran here. You might as well run home. I'm not training for a marathon. I'm training to run five kilometers. Yeah, you're all over the place with this. Like, you puked in a sink. You're running five. <laughs> like, you're really running the gamut of COVID. <laughs> I, I think um, I finally know what it li- it's like to be bipolar. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Like, one minute I'm going to be like, yeah. And the next minute I'm, like, so- like sobbing in my bed. <laughs> like, and I've never been like this before, but it's just like there's so many different ranges of emotion and like, well, yeah. Some, my... Somebody shared a picture today that was like, who I, no, it wasn't, I thought it might have been Jim, but I think it was like Matt Labuki or somebody it posted something about like, hey, are you feeling down from all this isolation? And then they posted pictures of like animals in zoos. And yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, of course, like, you know, you forget like these animals are just like trapped. Oh, it's these forever like they there's no way out like we're like yeah they had no choice yeah do this for another week let's go to the calgary zoo where they do it all here (laughs) that is a really good point but humans are we think we're special and also like for those animals like we sometimes we look at them and we look at their space and we go oh like they've still got a pretty good little space there (laughs) but that's like somebody coming to your house and going like well you're not trapped inside i mean you got two rooms in here bitch like what do you need you know it's a nice two two bedroom I wish I was, this is the best time to be rich. Can you imagine if you had a pool right now? Or if you could just fly to one of your, like, properties. But nobody can fly right now. Or just drive. People are, a lot of people are doing that. Like, rich people. Those people are assholes. Eh, I mean, you'd probably do, you'd do it. I would do it, probably. Well, but they keep on, like, because, I don't know, they keep saying uh, you should not be going to, from big cities to smaller communities because you could bring it. To a smaller community that doesn't have the resources out there to deal with a huge outbreak. And then all these, well, I'm just going to my summer home now. And I saw like posts from people that lived on the Sunshine Coast on Easter weekend. The ferries were full. Really? They should not have been full. People were like going on vacation. They were all going to the island. They were all going to the Sunshine Coast. And all these people are like, please don't come in full force out here and bring your sickness out here. There was like this couple from Quebec that had a dream that they should escape COVID by going to this place called, I think it's called Old Crow, which is north of Whitehorse. So they flew into this like tiny community with, I think, like maybe a couple hundred people in it. And everybody noticed. They're like, who are these two weird people? And they're like, oh, we're just here looking for a job. And the people literally took them and and threw them in an apartment above a grocery store until they could figure out how to get them out. Cause it's like, what if those two had it? They come and spread it up to a place that doesn't have medical supplies or medical facilities because they had a dream to go live off the land. That's the other thing they wanted to live off the fucking land. That's what I find interesting about these is like you get um, whenever somebody uh, like there'll be like people that shit on COVID and they were like, Oh, I'm not going to get social distancing. Who cares? And then they get it and they die and we're like, ha ha. And it's like, what do you mean? Like, that's a dead person. That's somebody. It's who... happened a lot though. Yeah. But I mean, like they didn't deserve to die. Like, you know, especially for some of them at the beginning before we even really knew, you know, because I mean, Rudy Gobert, like the basketball player that like made fun of COVID and then got COVID, you know, like he did, what the hell did he know? He was just like making fun of this thing. Nobody ever. We were lived. all making fun of it before. Yeah. Like the week, the couple days before it, I was like, just go out and just be, have common sense. Like, stop being so weird. Like Everybody was making fun of it. In Nicaragua, they're still doing that. Like, in Nicaragua, there is no social distancing. Oh, my God. They're having, like, parties and stuff. Like, the city's trying to, like, or the the country's trying to pretend like it's not even real. Oh, my God. They haven't tested anybody. And nobody's sick there yet? Oh, I'm sure they're dying of it all the time, but they just call it uh, fucking whatever else. They just call it pneumonia. I heard that some country was saying that when when they when people die of it there, they count it as recovered because they don't have it anymore. <laughs> I mean, they're fully recovered. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? I guess we should probably let 
Jim get ready for his show? He's, He's got, got his his online show. This was like a sh- I don't know. This was all right. I should get higher next time. Maybe I'll be funnier then. I think this was better than the last one. It was better a little bit. Yeah. We didn't have a scratchy ticket though. I forgot to get one and I'm I'm assuming you did too. But I didn't. Not, I... Which 7-Eleven do you buy your scratchy tickets from? The Condom 7-Eleven? Condom one, yeah. <laughs> condoms. <laughs> uh, condoms lottery and double A batteries. <laughs> Hey, uh, so I'm going to plug this. Uh, you can find me running along uh, where the LRT is at least once a day. Oh. So that's where I run. There's nobody ever there. It's awesome, actually. So follow me on Street Corner. <laughs> follow me on the street corner. <laughs> follow me on the street. <laughs> Sean, do you have anything you'd like to plug? No, I got nothing going on. Unless you somebody... got new windows. Somebody has a deal on uh, flooring. No, I already have some flooring. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've done a lot of demo work, and I'm. It's the only thing I can do, and I still suck at it. Even taking <laughs> stuff apart, it takes me longer than it would take a smart person. <laughs> but that's that. okay, because you got nothing but time. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm busy around here, Kathleen. I got to teach children. I got to run to Home Depot. It's not easy. So, Jim, are you headlining the show? Uh, it w- yes, whatever that means in this new world. Yeah, well, how much time do you have to do? Well, I think even in online comedy, we're going to stick with the last person's called headliner. <laughs> <laughs> I demand that that stays the same. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I'm doing 15, but, like, I think they want to split it into three fives. I don't know what. That's not a, that's not a, good, a good idea, but we'll see. Okay. The comedy credits that the comedy credits that are going to come out of this though are going to be amazing. It's oh, going to be like God. headlined my aunt's Zoom party. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I'm basically pro now, so. Pro. But he's pro, man. It's the great leveler. COVID's the great comedy leveler, man. <laughs> it really is. Like, who's a headliner now, bitch? <laughs> Still not me, but we'll see. <laughs> Well, no one's going to sit and watch somebody for 45 minutes. So headlining now is 10 minutes. Everybody's triple X on the computer. (laughs) (laughs) We're all triple A now. Triple A headliners. All right. Well, thanks for getting together, everybody. Take care of yourselves. (laughs) You too. Have a fun show tonight, Jim. Thanks. Bye. See you again. Hope your second five's the strongest. (laughs) Okay, bye.